President facts. I think what I've brought today is a show and not a tell, but I am going to be telling a lot. Okay. Uh, it's a cocktail bar. So this is a very fancy bar uh, in London called the Artisan Bar in a hotel, and they do they do absurd cocktails. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you what I personally think is their best cocktail, mm-hmm. and this one is alcohol free, so it's a bargain. It's called Throw Me Some Dough, and its ingredients are tomato, carrot, pizza, spice, and quinine. Pizzas inside the drink. Yes. Blended pizza. Yes. Ugh. So that one's not for you. That's that's fine. Um, we'll maybe an alcohol one will will be better. Uh, we'll go with a perpetual motion, which is Facundo Eximo, <laughs> Martini, Artichoke, and Motion. Motion. All right. So we'll tone we'll tone it down a bit. We'll get instead we'll get the or Are you just happy to see me? Which has got Copper Dog and alcohol. Mm. Chartus, Geneva, Bilberries, Honey, and Mace. Oh, God. No. This is, it's just, this is a really great example of hipster stuff that just makes you annoyed. And there's, what, I want to go back to motion. So what, does somebody stand in like, Kind of like move the glass around while you're drinking out of it through a straw so that it tastes different because it's moving while you're drinking it. I was thinking, I was getting more complex. I was thinking that they put in one of those little sound reverberation sticks in and you had to drink it. You had to drink it while it was vibrating. Or what about it's one of those self stirring mugs that you get? Have you seen oh, those? Yeah. So that you don't you don't have to go through the, the the trauma of having to stir your cup of tea. I would love that more than anything if this eighteen pound cocktail came in a self stirring mug. Really big, like ch- clunky plastic, <laughs> horrible, like JML style and mug. It, it has a slogan on it that says something something like self stirring mug. Self stirring mug, or maybe like. Uh, nobody knows this is wine. <laughs> yes. Or... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everyone thinks this is tea. <laughs> winky face. Yeah, it's got a winky, little winky emote. Maybe it's got a minion on it. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's got basically a wine mum. It's a wine mum cup. That's what I want out of that. I, I bet that actually would have an effect on the flavour, though, because... Um, so like when you when you wine tasting and you do the weird sippy noisy slurp thing that's because it mixes the the um like the air into it and it brings out the flavors more 
I think. Well, I mean, that, there was an advert on TV for a while that said that that's why you slurp noodles. What, so to make more flavour? Yeah, it makes the noodles more flavoursome. Uh, <laughs> you're not, I'm, so you're I'm fun, not convinced. You're a, you're a fan of slurping wine, uh, wine tasting, <laughs> but not noodles at a noodle tasting. Oh, look, I did not say I was a fan of slurping wine. I was just saying... That's, I think that's the, the science behind it. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I don't know, because there is science behind, (laughs) there is (laughs) science behind if you drink beer with a straw, you get drunk a little bit quicker. Is that because you drink things faster when you're using a straw? Or does... I think it's to do with the air, taking in air with the... The actual swallowing of air with the beer or something. Mm -hmm. I looked it up. Well, I didn't look it up. I got a friend who insists at 27, still insists on drinking beer with a straw (laughs) to look up why they did it. Oh, that's dedication to getting drunk a tiny bit faster. I'm not even sure. I'm not, I'm not drinking this beer if you have no straws <laughs> at your house. No. Take it away. I'll stick to water. In fairness to them, they don't ask for a... Or maybe it would make it better if they asked for a crazy straw. Party straw. Yeah, loopy one. Yeah, so the other ingredients in these cocktails... that I've seen pictures of them, and they do look beautiful... I don't know which one it was. So it was somebody on Twitter, a uh, games journalist, basically went out to this bar. I I am not. I don't know them personally. I don't want to falsely represent their <laughs> insane cocktails. But like the one they got was in this beautiful. It looked like a giant oyster shell, but made out of glass, Ooh. and it was about thirty centimeters wide. Wow, very that's, ornamental. Yeah, that sounds like a prop out of Harry Potter or something. What do you think spice of angels is? That's an ingredient. Oh, I hope it's not. I hope it's not like roasted and ground up angels. You think that they could because oh, they'd, they'd probably taste nice, but I'd, like I don't think we should be eating them. No, but I also and I also think honestly, I know we talked about how it was a rip off, but if they're literally catching and grinding angels, it probably should be more than eighteen pounds. Yeah. Because like, there's only a finite amount of angels, unless we, unless the dogs become angels. And rats and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's fine. Okay. But, or maybe it's not actual angels, just throwing it out there. Maybe it's, what, what would angels eat? Because they... Oh, I, they eat a specific thing, right? It's, I don't know. What's, what do they eat? What do the... What do the Olympic gods... In my head it was like a porridge. I think there's two. I think the Vikings have a special god mead. Mead sounds reasonable, but not porridge. I think... Porridge is like peasant food. I know. It's like a kind of mead that tastes really delicious. Yeah, I think... I can can imagine in... in, Up there in the clouds where all the gods live, the... You know, because I've got clouds in mind, I can imagine that they just eat, like, candy floss all the time because it fits in with the the fluffy uh, cloud. I get... I like, I like the, the image that you're making, but there's a very specific thing and it's going to annoy the, 
bejeebus out of me, <laughs> as it were, to take to take the holy bejeebus name in vain, uh, <laughs> to not know it. Did uh, you find out what this special yes. god food is? Yeah, ambrosia. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, ambrosia, which is um, custard. <laughs> Rice pudding. Well, I think that's maybe why I thought I would kept thinking of porridge because I was thinking of rice pudding because it actually doesn't specify what it is. It's obviously a uh, up in the air thing. Ethereal food. Mm. Yep, but it can you can it grants you with long longevity. I don't. Nice. The the problem is here yep. if they're eating stuff, mm-hmm. then it, it, by science that means they're also pooping out stuff and I don't I don't want gods to be pooping thank you <laughs> <laughs> or does normal does normal bodily function not apply and they can eat but never expel no, this is the thing is that if humans eat ambrosia the food of the gods they gain not forever they have to be constantly eating it oh they gain the longevity that gods have Mm. But I think you're right, and this isn't something that the, the Disney movie Hercules covered. Yeah, so that's I'm on true. a certain ground about re Olympic gods pooping. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they never show anybody going to the toilet in films and stuff. I, there was a. Wasn't there a thing. That was it. The. What's that movie where it's like, here's Johnny! Oh, The Shining. Yeah, didn't that have the first toilet shot in movies in it? Oh, I don't and know. It was a minor scandal that Ooh. they showed a toilet in a film. Well, that that's prudish. <laughs> we all use toilets. <laughs> we all know they're there. But then, did your grandma, my one of my grandmas, had kept her toilet like the toilet was a secret shame? There was like. You know that grandma, like, fake fur? She had, like, one of those toilet seat covers yeah. that was, like, fake fur that was, like, around the, all around the floor. And then she had, like, doilies covering the top and then stuff on top of the... I didn't, I didn't take, like... I think my grandma had one of those as well, but I didn't read that as... She, she's ashamed of the toilet and she's trying to hide it. I was just like, oh, you don't need to decorate everything. That seems unhygienic to have furry a furry toilet lid, I but sh- maybe yeah, I didn't. Maybe I maybe she was kind of delicate about it. Maybe it just never occurred to me that some people would be ashamed <laughs> of the fact that a toilet exists in their house. I'd be more ashamed if someone came round and was like, "I've noticed actually that you don't ha- have a bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be more shameful. Like, yes, I go outside in a bucket. The only other one that's weird has got samphire and rain in it. Rain? Rain. So water, then. And the worst part about the rain thing to me for London is the fact that there's actual smog there. I don't want rain from London. Grimy. Like, if they it have was... to specify, I'm not paying 18 quid to be polluted in a minorly way. I want them to specify they're brought in from Yorkshire. Or, if you 
if you wanted to drink rain, just go and stand outside with your mouth open. Or that. For free. For free. But I wouldn't do that in London. No, I wouldn't. It's got smog now. <laughs> it's grimy. If it was, yeah, maybe, maybe in, like, if I was on a, on a walk in the Lake District, I'd drink the rain. Yeah. With I my would, open mouth. I would even do it, I would do it here, but London is, I feel we're at the point where I think we can, I mean, we're alright to call it grimy, because there's actually, they actually use the word smog now, there was actually like a six day smog. Really? And there was a health warning for asthmatics to, like, stay inside during certain yeah. hours of the day. I heard... Was that, like, was this last year in the summer? No, this was this year, I think. Oh. Because I, I remember it being, like, uh, d- don't do exercise because if you... It probably if happened last year, too. Ooh. You know, it's probably a regular thing now. It's just our life. Well, not it, our life. <laughs> Londoners' lives. Is it a bad... This, this is my bad attitude towards exercise, that... I was like, oh, that is such a treat. Like, what a good, what what better excuse. Like, they've told people on the news that they can skip a day of exercise. Oh. Oh. I'll jump in with my, uh, with my facts now. I've brought facts. Um, so it's so, a tell. Is it, yeah, it's a tell. It's tells so i've noticed there's a guy in the news a lot recently this donald trump guy don't know if you've uh, seen a, him is this gonna be a pick me up tell is this <laughs> gonna be i have fun with this one or is this gonna end with well, throwing myself out the window no well see so this donald trump guy he's uh, he's been depressing me a lot i'm sure i'm not the only one so um, um, I did think about trying to find out some funny facts about Donald Trump, but I then thought, actually, no, I don't like. I don't want to think. I don't want to think about him. So I moved on to just like American presidents of the past that are maybe like more fun. One of my favourite guys that I'd never heard of him before, um, but his name is Chester A. Arthur. He was an American president. And um, he was known for having really fancy clothes um, to the point where they gave him a nickname of Elegant Arthur. Oh! Yeah. And uh, so, so um, <laughs> one fact about him is just the sentence, he owned 80 pairs of pants, <laughs> which, <laughs> like, that is a lot of trousers. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Um he so he was he was that elegant. What what year is he from? So I can visualize so, what kind of yeah. So he he's from he's from the eighteen hundreds. Ooh, the best era. The to best be era. Fashion. Yeah, he was president from eighteen eighty one to eighteen eighty five, and um, <laughs> he was like if you if you see a picture of him, like this is not what you'd imagine, but. And I think maybe it was just, it, like, his outfits that swayed it. But, like, he was really popular with the ladies. Apparently, on the last day of his presidency, four women, like, asked for his hand in marriage. But when you see him, he's got, like, these massive mutton chops. <laughs> and, like, you know ones where... Because he had a big moustache as well. And oh, it's sort of almost joining. And, and they're, like, really fluffy and big. And he's... He just like 
he doesn't look like somebody that would inspire like tons of like marriage proposals but maybe he was just so elegant with his 80 trousers that that's what attracted the, the it, ladies. It can be hard because the closest I can come to thinking because I've seen that before where somebody's been described as a ladies man and I've been like come on guy like yeah. really. He must have had a great character. <laughs> yeah he must have <laughs> Because I'm looking at him, <laughs> I'm looking at him now, and I'm, no, not not seeing it. You know that guy must know how to tell a good rain motion cocktail joke. Yeah, <laughs> talking the ladies. But then the closest I can think of is the modern days. Is when we look at someone and we can see that they're pretty camp looking, and mm-hmm. it's hard to get away from that. But like when they were young, everyone, all the ladies were all over them. Yeah. If you get me. Yeah, I know. I think I know what you mean. So maybe it was like that. Well, maybe like, he really was handsome by those standards. Yeah. I mean, ta- yeah, standards of different types yeah. of beauty. Did he have good bone structure? I couldn't really see it under all the oh, face fur. Oh, wow. I don't you know. There's a lot of it. Yeah. I'm excited. Old Chester. He was called Chester as well. Like, that's pretty... That's a pretty cool knee. Would you... See, you've... You've you've taken minor polite beef at my... What the names that I would like to call any potential children of mine. Would you... I don't remember this. Would you have beef... Would you have beef if I picked something like Chester? No, that's a... Was a good you name. Like the name. What, yeah. about like, what about like Wellington? Wellington is not a first name. <laughs> I think anything can be a first it's name. It's a boot and a, a place, and it's not a little boy's name. Well, Wellington. agree, agree, and disagree. I don't know where your line is. We've so. Oh, do you, are you talking about when we we were discussing, and I was like, "Look, my my last name's weird." And so I've got I've got an insight into having an unusual name, and it's just not like it doesn't make for fo- it makes for like irritating. And I think times. And I think the problem is is that we because ha- where we went from that was like me and Tim don't have a weird last name, but it still gets messed up. Yeah, it's only it's. <laughs> it's only slightly weird, <laughs> but it still gets messed up on a weirdly regular basis. But I, I don't care. You don't care. No. You're just going to burden your child yeah. with that. <laughs> a <laughs> double burden. That. A burden first name and a burden last name. Irritation. Uh, maybe it's character building, or maybe it's just going to turn them into a little angry. It worked for, uh, it worked for a boy named Sue. In that Johnny Cash song, that guy turned out. Yeah, he did. He, he only and, killed one person that it, was his father. He only hunted down his dad and like stamped on his face or whatever. Like, that's a, that's what you're in for. And they're not even going to have to hunt you down unless you're planning on abandoning <laughs> your kids. I'm planning. I actually, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed that I'm aging out now of the bracket where you could do egg donation. Because they really like the idea of having, like, a child out there that I don't have any responsibility for. (laughs) 
I, that, I would genuinely be all over egg donating. Do it. Well, I don't think I. I don't think I'm wanted. We're I'm too, too old now. Yeah, I think they want like twenty-five year olds. Oh no, I'm too old. Oh, our eggs are that, how did out. that happen? <laughs> I may. I may have to like double check it. You could probably donate. We're the same well, age. I, but I think I've got a weight restriction as well. Oh, I think I'm a bit too bit too chunky to so, pop out some eggs. Oh, that seems surely they surely they're not allowed to do that those kind of discriminations in this well, day and age. I don't think they're doing it because <laughs> they're worried that my eggs will come out like tiny fat people. <laughs> I don't think that this myself yeah I think I, I think this is hard work <laughs> it's because you can't walk past the cheese without <laughs> eating it like we found out last time that's exactly it that's exactly it it's really hard it's really hard to not live a life where you eat lots of cheese and then run through the crystal maze <laughs> this is hard one through eating eating all the cheeses out there irresponsible cheese eating <laughs> Uh, I would do that. I would, yeah, I would. It would be, it'd just be nice. It'd be nice knowing that my genetic, be nice knowing that my genetic code was was out there, and that I wasn't responsible for any of their like me- weird mental tics they un- undoubtedly get from my terrible genes. I'd be. I think you should do this as well because I'd be really interested to see. So, oh, I mean. The ethics on this are a bit shaky, right. but I'd wanna I'd wanna find out where this kid was, and go and meet them, and uh, and just see like how much like you they are, because and then right. find out about the nature or nurture thing. I've never met anyone like you before, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you've got enough individual <laughs> little quirks where they'd if it'd be apparent. Whether they were like you or not, if you get yeah, what I mean. No, I, I get what you mean, and because I wondered the same thing, right? Because my my father had really dark hair, really like thick dark hair, and was like everyone on that side of the family is like short and stout, mm. and then my <laughs> mum like mom, a teapot, like a teapot, <laughs> and my mum's side of the family, everyone's a bit rangier. Mm. Bit, bit birdier and spindlier yeah blonde hair thin hair and like that side won out like with with like my brother and my like so I'd like to see I'd like to see if we re-rolled the dice because I feel like that I feel like the, the the dark curly hair side should win more often but yeah. it doesn't you've got um, I've just remembered that you've got a uh, a historical doppelganger in your family, haven't you? Yeah, my There's great that. aunt. It looks, yeah. 
essentially identical to me. The exact even same. Even down to the mannerism. I I don't believe that. I don't believe <laughs> this. I think that you are some sort of ghost. I worry because this isn't the first. So there was a running joke when I was on my undergrad course that I was a time traveler. You are. And I th- yeah, I'm I worry that, that I worry that that three separate group of friends who have no interaction <laughs> all picked up on it. You've been found out. What are you going to do? Because surely there are rules. Like, um, do you do time travelers have like an overlord? Or this, this is what I tell you, right? You've never seen me time travel. Now. Which would indicate to me that I'm perhaps stranded in one specific time right how, now. How could I see you time travel, though? Because I'm not a time traveller. I don't hang about in the past like oh, you okay. do. So I wouldn't be able to bump into you when you're time travelling. Because I'm stuck, like everybody else apart from you, I'm stuck here in this. I'm just, I'm just saying, right, there's a, probably a very good reason why I'm undercover right now. And <laughs> bringing lots of attention... To a rogue time traveller who is trying to lay low in a time period might not be beneficial. Are you, might not be, are you might trying not be to safe. Say, for your own good, just leave it. <laughs> leave it. You don't want to know. Is that what you're trying to... Yeah, okay. Let's, uh, let's leave it then. Oh, I'm really scared now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> That. Do you have any more time traveller? Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more facts? Yeah, I do. I've got quite a few. Um, so that's it for Chester A. Arthur. Good old Chester. Um, my, my next one is about Teddy Roosevelt. Her, he got shot. Is it is it pronounced Roosevelt or Roosevelt? I actually don't know. Because I love it. I love the first name Teddy. It's got two O's. Yeah, Teddy is a good name. Is that one of Jamie Oliver's kids? No, that's Buddy. Oh, Buddy Bear, Bear, yeah. (laughs) Bear. Teddy would have been a better version of the name Buddy Bear, but... It's like an amalgamation, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt, was... He got shot while he was giving a speech, and somebody tried to assassinate him, and he got shot. Um, and he he said to the crowd, "I don't know. I don't know whether you fully understand that I've just been shot. <laughs> I give you my word. I do not care a rap about being shot. Not a rap." And then he carried on. It was a ninety-minute speech. Uh, I don't know how far through the speech he was when that happened, um, but he just carried on and like finished his speech while he had he had a bullet in his chest. <laughs> Incredible. I don't know is, if you're aware that I've been shot. That is the kind of guy I'm happy that would, like, I'd be happy to to be under a president of that ilk. He can just get shot. And, and it's not, he, he was like, I mean, I've seen a few pictures of him and I don't, he wasn't like Arnie or anything. He wasn't a, like a, a Schwarzenegger kind of guy. Where did he get shot? In the chest. Oh my God. Yeah. I've got a confession to make, I've just realised. Go on. I've been shot. You've been shot. And this is what happened. So I was on the 24 bus from Melton to Bottisford. Yes. It was the last one, night, night time, fully dark. 
and we were going down a country lane and I heard a bang and then I turned round and there was <laughs> the window behind me there was a hole I was the only person on the bus there was a hole <laughs> and uh, you I, got you actually got a shot at yeah I I was petrified I looked it but then I turned back round <laughs> and then I looked I looked at the, the countryside going past and I didn't do anything for what felt like a very long time until I really calmly got up and looked at it again and then like slowly walked to the front and said to the bus driver, I think the bus has just been shot. <laughs> and he, he didn't believe me. He said, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he... He, did, he didn't believe me to the extent that we waited till we got to the next stop and then he stopped the bus <laughs> and was like, oh yeah, that, that happened. Oh yeah, there's a bullet hole. <laughs> so we drove, so the bus like went back to the, just went straight to the village, didn't go to any of the other stops mm-hmm. after radioing in to the police. And who said to, because this, this is a village route, so. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like. The police weren't getting there for a while. <laughs> and then they got there, and they were like, oh, yeah, this looks like the bus was probably shot by, like, an air rifle, a very high-powered air rifle. Um, we'll <laughs> register it. So I, got, I took a... I t- he took a statement from me. <laughs> and then I just got told to go home. <laughs> they not, did they give you, like, a leaflet of, like... No. A, like survivor's leaflet or something no, because I like what, what I what one I want to say your life is such a rich tapestry well done and for two I can't believe they didn't give you a leaflet because when my my I, when I was at school our um like changing rooms when we were in PE got broken into and like everybody's rubbishy little mobile phones got stolen and we got given a leaflet of like if you've been affected by a crime like you can phone this number to talk about it and I don't feel like I would have been anywhere near as traumatized by my rubbish phone getting robbed as you probably would have been by <laughs> literally getting shot at. The officer tried to explain it to me I think the officer was treating it like the person wasn't aiming for me <laughs> but the bus how can he be sure of that though so i think me <laughs> well this is the thing is that like i i took that as like, i'm the only person on this bus <laughs> and that shot that window was almost immediately behind me it was maybe like a meter tops wow. which on a moving bus i feel like Aim-wise, that kid was probably aiming at the only person he could see on that bus. Do, um, do you think, do you have enemies? Like, would, would, is there any reason why anybody would want to shoot you? Is it, (laughs) is this linked to your time travelling? And if so, do I need to stop asking questions? I'll take that silence as a yes. (laughs) Well, that was it. That was a nice time. Bye. Goodbye.